Just in heaven. Those just trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil one in Christ Jesus our Lord. For I just give thanks, Lord. In Christ Jesus our Lord. give thanks to the beneficent and merciful God, the Father of our Lord God and <clears throat> Savior Jesus Christ, for he has covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to himself, spared us, supported us, and has brought us to this hour. Let us also ask him, the Lord our God, the Pantocrator, to guard us in all peace this holy day and all the days of our life. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. O Master, Lord God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you for everything, concerning everything and in everything. For you have covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to yourself, spared us, supported us, and have brought us to this hour. Therefore, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind, grant us to complete this holy day and all the days of our life in all peace with your fear. All envy, all temptation, all the work of Satan, the counsel of wicked men, and the rising up of enemies hidden and manifest. Take them away from us and from all your people, and from this church and from this holy place that is yours. But those things which are good and profitable do provide for us, for it is you have given us the authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and upon all the power of the enemy. Kyrie eleison after forty days from his wonderful birth he entered into the temple, Jesus Christ is same yesterday, today, and forever. In one high postasis we worship him and glorify him, O King of peace, grant us your peace. Establish for us your peace and forgive us our sins. Disperse the enemy is on the church. Fortify her that she may never be shaken. Manuel, our God, what is now in our midst with the glory of his father and the holy spirit may he bless us purify our hearts
hurts and heal the sicknesses of our souls and bodies. We worship you, Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, for you have come and saved us. Mercy on us. Let us pray. And with your spirit. And let us ask God, the Fantocrator, the Father of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, we ask and entreat your goodness, the lover of mankind. Remember, O Lord, the sick among your people. Lord, have mercy. You have visited them with mercy and compassion. Heal them, take away from them and from us all sickness and all disease. The spirit of sickness, chase away. Those who have long lain in sickness, raise up and comfort. Those who are afflicted by unclean spirits, set them all free. Those who are in prisons or dungeons, those in exile or captivity, and those who are held in bitter bondage, O Lord, set them all free and have mercy upon them. For you are he who loosens the bound and uplifts the fall in the hope of those who have no hope and the help of those who have no helper. The comfort of the faint-hearted, the harbor of those in the storm, all souls that are distressed or bound, grant them mercy, Lord, grant them rest. Grant them refreshment, grant them grace, grant them help, grant them salvation. Grant them the forgiveness of their sins and their iniquities. As for us also, Lord, the maladies of our souls heal and those of our bodies to do cure. O you, the true physician of our souls and bodies, the bishop of all flesh, visit us with your salvation. Lord, have mercy. Again, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of man. Remember, O Lord, the sacrifices, the offerings, and the thanksgivings of those who have offered to the honor and glory of your holy name. Mercy. Receive them upon your holy, rational altar of heaven as a sweet savor of incense before your greatness in the heavens. Through the service of your holy angels and archangels, as you have received the gifts of the righteous Abel, the sacrifice of our father Abraham, and the two mites of the widow, so also receive the thanks offerings of your servants, those in abundance or those in scarcity, hidden or manifest. Those who desire to offer to you what have none, and those who have offered to you these gifts this very day, <coughs> give them the incorruptible instead of the corruptible, the heavenly instead of the earthly, and the eternal instead of the temporal. Their houses and their stores fill them with every good thing. Surround them, O Lord, by the power of your holy angels and <coughs> archangels. As they have remembered your holy name on earth, Remember them also, Lord, in your kingdom, and in this age to leave them not be. Lord, have mercy. Let us praise with the angels, saying, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, and goodwill toward men. 
We praise you, we bless you, we serve you, we worship you, we confess you, we glorify you, we give thanks to you for your great glory. O Lord, King of heaven, God, the Father, the Pontificator, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, O Lord, God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy in us. O you, who takes away the sins of the world, receive our prayers unto you, who sits at the right hand of his Father, have mercy in us. You honor the Holy, you honor the Most High, my Lord, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God the Father, amen. Every day I will bless you and I will praise your holy name forever unto the ages of ages, amen. From the night season my soul awakens early unto you. O my God, for precepts I let upon the earth. I was meditating on your word to become a helper unto me. In the morning you shall hear my voice. Early I will stand before you and you shall see me. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, who was born of the Virgin, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, who seeks to for us, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy mother, who wrote us from the ascends to the heavens, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and to the ages of all ages. Amen. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Lord, forgive us our sins. O Lord, forgive us our iniquities. O Lord, forgive us our trespasses. O Lord, visit the sick of your people. Heal them for the sake of your holy name. Our fathers and brethren who have fallen asleep, O Lord, repose their souls. O you without sin, Lord, have mercy on us. We are without sin, Lord, help us and receive our supplications. For yours is the glory, dominion, the triple in us. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, bless us, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever, amen. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, amen, alleluia. Hail to you, we ask you, O Saint, full of glory, give a virgin of Hail to us, the mother of Christ. Lift up our prayers unto your beloved Son, that he may forgive us our sins. Hail to the Holy Virgin, who has brought forth unto us the true light, Christ our God. Ask the Lord on our behalf, have mercy in our souls, and forgive us our sins. O Virgin Mary, though we fail to oppose the faithful intercessor of the human race. Intercede on our behalf before Christ, and we boy that may grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Hail to you, O Virgin, the true. Righteous Queen, hail to the bride of our race, who bore for us Emmanuel. We ask you to remember us, O faithful intercessor, before our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may forgive us our sins. Our Lord Jesus Christ, glory and praise be to him, with his good Father and the Spirit, the Comforter. He entered the holy temple in his mother's hands after forty days. From his holy birth, Joseph the righteous also came with Mary, the mother of Christ. They fulfilled the law for the boy Jesus, the Savior. Simeon the priest held him in his holy hands and praised Christ the King. Likewise, saying, My master, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared before the face of the people. We praise and glorify him and exalt him above all as a good one and lover of mankind. Have mercy on us according to your great mercy. Hail to our Father Paul, the teacher of the world. Hail to the chosen vessel of our Lord and Savior. Pray to the Lord on our behalf, O blessed Saint, our teacher Paul the Apostle, that he may forgive us our sins. Watch over us from on high where you dwell, O Lady of us all, the ever-Virgin Theotokos. Ask of him whom you have borne, our good Savior, to take away our afflictions and establish for us his peace. Hail to you, O Virgin, the true righteous Queen. Hail to the bride of our race, who bore for us Emmanuel. 
We ask you to remember us, O faithful intercessor, for our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may forgive us our sins. saved our souls. Glory be to you, Christ, our King, Christ, the power of the apostles, the crown of the martyrs, the joy of the righteous, the firmness of the church, the fruits of the sins. We proclaim the Holy Trinity in one God. We worship him, glorify him. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord. We believe in one God, God the Father, Pontificator, creator of heaven and earth, of all things seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, only begotten Son of God, Father, for all ages, light of light, true God. Card of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and you came in. He was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate, suffered and was buried. On the third day, he rose from the dead, according to the scriptures, ascended to the heavens. He sits at the right hand of his Father, and is coming again as glory to the living and the dead. His kingdom shall have no end. Yes, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life. Proceeds from the Father, the Father, and the Son is worshiped and glorified. Spoke by the prophets and one holy Catholic apostolic church, we confess and baptize the permission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life, the age to come. Amen. Oh, God, have mercy upon us. Settle your mercy upon us. Have compassion upon us. Amen. Amen. Bless us, keep us, and help us. Visit us with your salvation and forgive us our sins. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And with your Lord Jesus Christ, our God, who said to us in the honor of the disciples and his holy apostles, many prophets and righteous men have desired to see the things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. But as for you, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. May we be worthy to hear and act according to your holy gospels, <coughs> through the prayers of your saints. Lord, have mercy. Remember also our Master, all those who have bidden us to remember them in our supplications and prayers, which we offer up unto you, O Lord, our God. Those who have already fallen asleep, repose them. Those who are sick, heal them. For you are the life of us all, the salvation of us all, the hope of us all, the healing of us all and the resurrection of us all.
us with hope and offerings. I will pay you my vows, which my lips have framed. I will offer to you whole burnt offerings, sacrifices full of marrow with incense and rams and Bless, O Lord, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. And then, and the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. His parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days, as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother did not know it, but supposing him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. Now, so it was that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And he said to them, Why is it that you sought me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. Then he went down to them, and he came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. Glory be to God Thankfully, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, from thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Peace be with all. And with your spirit. Amen. Master, Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Begotten Son, Logos of God the Father, who dwelt in the bond of our sins, who is saving life, giving sufferings, who breathed in the face of the holy disciples, and saying the apostles said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. You also now, Master, have given grace through your holy apostles to those for time labor and the priesthood of your holy church to forgive sin upon the earth and abide to receive the bond of iniquity. Now also we ask and entreat your goodness for love of mankind, for your servants, my fathers, my brethren, and my weaknesses, bowing down their heads before your holy glory, dispense to us your mercy, loose every bond of our sins. If we have committed any sin against you knowingly or unknowingly, through anguish of heart, deed or word of complaint, heartedness, or master knows the weakness of man is a good one, a lover of mankind, O God, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Bless us, purify us, absolve us, and all your people. Fill us with your fear and straighten us for your holy goodwill. For you are a God, through the glory, the honor, the dominion, the worship, together with your good Father, the Holy Spirit, the giver of life, who is of one essence with you now and always into the ages of all ages. Amen. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Of all ages, amen, we proclaim and say, O our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, entered into the temple. Save us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, bless us. Amen. I offer my repentance. Bless me. Forgive me and say the blessing. Amen. So it shall be. Lord in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not in temptation, for to anyone in Christ Jesus our Lord, for thy kingdom, power, and glory forever. Amen.
come to the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, has come. He shall teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said unto you. My peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, do I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You've heard how I said I go, I, I, how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you loved me, you would rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. Now I've told you before it comes to pass that when it comes to that, the pass you might believe. I will not talk much with you, for the prince of the world comes and has nothing in me, but that the world may know that that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me a commandment, so I do arise. Let us go from here. I'm the vine. I, I'm the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch of me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bear fruit, he prunes. <coughs> that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me and I in you. Glory be to God forever. Amen. We worship you, O Christ, with our good Father and the Holy Spirit, for you have come and saved us. Your Holy Spirit, O Lord, whom you send forth upon your holy disciples and our apostles in the third hour, do not take him away from us, O good one, but renew him within us. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Lord has sent down your Holy Spirit upon your holy disciples, and your honor apostles in the third hour. Do not take him away from us, O good one, but we ask you to renew him within us. O Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, the word of right and life-giving spirit, a spirit of prophecy and chastity, a spirit of holiness, righteousness, and authority, Almighty One. For you are the light of our souls, O you who gives light to every man that comes in the world, have mercy on us. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. O Theotokos, you are the true vine and bore the cluster of life. We ask you, full of grace, with the apostle for the salvation of our souls. Blessed is the Lord our God. Blessed is the Lord day by day. He prepares a way for you as the God of our salvation. Both now and ever and unto the ages. O heavenly King, the comfort of the spirit of truth is present in all places and fills all the treasure of good things. And the life giver graciously come and dwell in us and purify us from all defilement. O good one, and save our souls. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Just as you were with your disciples, O Savior, and gave them peace, graciously come also and be with us and grant us your peace and save us and deliver our souls. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Whenever we stand in your holy sanctuary, we are considered standing in heaven. O Theotokos, you are the gate of heaven. Open for us the gate of mercy. Holy God, holy mighty, holy mortal, born the virgin of mercies. Holy God, holy mighty, holy mortal, crucified for us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy mortal, who the dead, the sin, and the sinners, glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and to the ages of all ages. Amen. O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Lord, forgive us our sins. O Lord, forgive us our iniquities. O Lord, forgive us our trespasses. O Lord, forgive us the sins of your people. Hear them and save your holy name. Our fathers and brethren have fallen asleep. O Lord, depose their souls. For you are the sin, Lord, of us. For you are that sin, Lord, help us to receive our souls. For yours is the glory, the meaning, and the triple holiness. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. Sons, and to the Holy Virgin, who is but, but, but Christ our God. 
Ask the Lord of the Appetite of Mercy, Mercy on souls that forgive us our sins. O Virgin Mary, the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the Faithful, the Lord, the Holy Lady, intercede on behalf of the Pastor and the Lord. Hail to you, O Virgin, the right and true Queen. Hail to the pride of our race who bore to us Emmanuel. We ask you to remember us, O our faithful advocate, before our Lord Jesus Christ and Gospel according to St. Matthew. May his blessings be upon us all. Amen. And seeing the multitude, he went upon a mountain. When he was seated, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. <coughs> Blessed are you, and they revile you, and persecute you, and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Be rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trembled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp put under a basket, but on a lamp stand it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Glory to God forever, amen. We worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, for you have come and saved us. O you in the sixth day and the sixth hour was nailed to the cross for the sin which our father Adam dared to commit in paradise. Bear the handwritings of our sins, O Christ our God, and save us, I cried to the Lord, and he heard me. God, hear my prayer, and do not refuse my petition. Be attentive to me, and hear me in the evening and the morning. And at midday I say my words, and he hears my voice, and delivers my soul in peace. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O Jesus Christ, our God, who was nailed to the cross in the sixth hour, and has killed sin by the tree, and by your death you made alive the dead men whom you created with your own hands, and had died in sin. Put to death our pains by your healing and life-giving passions and by the nails with which you were nailed. Rescue our minds from the thoughtlessness of earthly deeds and worldly lusts to remembrance of your heavenly commandments according to your compassions. Both now and ever unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Since we have no favor nor excuse nor justification because of our many sins, we through you implore to him who was born in you, Theotokos the Virgin. For abundant and acceptable is your intercession with our good Savior. Pure Mother, do not exclude sinners from intercession with him whom you bore. For he is merciful and able to save us because he suffered for us to deliver us. Let your compassion speedily reach us, for we are exceedingly humbled. Help us, O God, our Savior, for the glory of your name. O Lord, deliver us and forgive us our sins for the sake of your holy name. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. God's salvation in it. And not in the midst of all the earth, O Christ, our God, as you stretch your holy hands on the cross, therefore all nations cry out, saying, Glory be to you, O Lord. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We worship your incorruptible person, O good one, asking for the forgiveness of our sins, O Christ, our God. For of your will you were pleased to be lift up, lifted up on the cross to deliver those whom you freed from the bondage of the enemy. We cry out unto you and give thanks to you, for you are filled all with joy. O Savior, when you came to help the world, what glory be to you. Both now and ever 
and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. She is full of grace, O Theotokos, the virgin. We praise you for through the cross of your son, Hades fell down and death was abolished. You were dead, but we were raised and became worthy of eternal life. You gave the delight of the first paradise. Therefore, we thankfully glorify the mortal Christ, our God.
Your mother, the true light, we glorify the Savior. the apostles, the crown of the martyrs, the joy of the righteous, church is the forgiveness of sins. We proclaim the holy We worship him, we glorify him. We believe in one God. God the Father, Son, Spirit, Son, the Creator, and on earth and all things seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten the Father, for all ages, light of life, true God, true God, begotten, not created, of him, the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men, for our salvation, came down from heaven, was incarnate in the Holy Spirit, and the Virgin Mary, and became man. And he was crucified for us on the cross, by suffering and burning on the third day, he rose from the dead, according to the scriptures. Ascending to heaven, he sits at the right spot, and he's coming again with great majesty and honor, his kingdom shall be known. Yes, we will believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, the truth and power, who the Father, the Son, and the Church, and glorified, who spoke by the prophets, and the one holy Catholic, and the shepherd, who confessed me all things in the nations. We look to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. Amen. We are the God who carries the sin of the world. We ask you, Lord, hear us, have mercy, and open the heavens of our souls. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. 
Son, Son, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lay son, Kiria, lay son, Kiria, lay son. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Kiria, lay son, Kiria, lay son, Kiria, lay son. Lord have mercy. O God, the Father, Pontificator, O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Lord God, the Host, be with us. We have no help in our hearts and tribulations by you. Absolve, forgive, O Lord, O God, our transgressions. Those who have committed knowingly and those who have committed unknowingly. And to manifest, O Lord, forgive us for the sake of your holy name, which is called upon us. Let it be according to your mercy, O Lord, and not according to our sins. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil one. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, for thy kingdom, power, and the word forever. Glory and honor, honor and glory be to the all-holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Peace and edification be unto the one, only, holy, Catholic, and apostolic Church of God. Amen. Remember, O Lord, those who have brought to you these gifts, those on whose behalf they have been brought, and those by whom they have been brought. Give them all the heavenly reward. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, save us, O Lord, straighten our ways. Blessed is he who comes. 
comes in the name of the Lord. Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete. Amen. One is the Holy Father, one is the Holy Son, one is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed be the Lord God forever. Amen. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Laud him, all you peoples. For his mercy has been strengthened toward us, and the truth of the Lord abides forever. Amen. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Stand up for prayer. Be with and with your spirit. Let us give thanks to the beneficent and merciful God, the Father of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ. For he has covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to himself, spared us, afforded us, and has brought us to this hour. Let us also ask him, the Lord our God, the Pantocrator, to guard us in all peace this holy day and all the days of our life. Let us pray. the Father of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, we thank you for everything concerning everything and in everything. For you have covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to yourself, spared us, supported us, and have brought us to this hour. Pray that God may have mercy and compassion on us, hear us, help us, and accept the supplications and prayers of his saints, 
for that which is good on our behalf at all times, and make us worthy to partake of the communion of his holy and blessed mysteries for the remission of our sins. Lord, have mercy. Therefore, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind. Grant us to complete this holy day and all the days of our life in all peace with your fear. All envy, all temptation, all the work of Satan, the counsel of wicked men, and the rising up of enemies hidden and manifest. Take them away from us and from all your people. And from this table and from this holy place that is yours, but those things which are good and profitable do provide for us. For it is you have given us the authority to shut on serpents and scorpions and upon all the power of the enemy. servants, the ministers of this day, the archdeacon, the deacons, the clergy, and all the people in my week's help, be absolved from the mouth of the all-holy trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and from the mouth of the one only holy Catholic and apostolic church, and from the mouths of the twelve apostles, from the mouth of the beholder of God, the evangelist, St. Mark, the holy apostle and martyr, the patriarch, St. Severus, our teacher, the Ascorius, St. Athanasius, the apostolic, St. Peter, the holy martyr and high priest, and John Chrysostom, St. Cyril, St. Basil, and St. Gregory, and from the mouths of the 318 assembled at Nicaea, the 150 Constantinople, the 200 at Ephesus. From the mouth of our honored father, the high priest, Pope Abba Tawadros II, from the mouth of his partner, Apostolic Liturgy, our father, the Metropolitan, Abba Sarabjun, and my own mouth being the least, for blessed and full of glory is your holy name, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and to the ages of all ages. Amen. Save the men, and with your
sessions of the Grant 
forgiveness of our sins, we worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, for you have come and saved us. Have mercy on us. Paul, the servant of our Lord Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, appointed to the gospel of God, a chapter from the epistle of our teacher, St. Paul, to the Philippians. May his blessing be upon us all. Amen. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of mutilation. For we are the circumcision who worship God in the spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh, though I also might have confidence in the flesh. If anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, concerning the law, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. But I, indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. The grace of God the Father be with you all. Amen. Catholic epistle from the second epistle of our teacher, St. Peter. May his blessings be with us all. Amen. Therefore, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know them and are established in present truth. Yes, I think it is right, as long as I am in this tent, to stir you up by reminding you, knowing that shortly I must put off my tent, just as the Lord Jesus Christ showed me. Moreover, I will be careful to ensure that you always have a reminder in these things after my decease. For we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty, for he received from God the Father honor and glory when such a voice came to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And we heard this voice when we came from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. We also have the prophetic word, made more sure, which you do well to heed as the light that shines in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture 
is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Do not love the world, nor the things which are in the world. The world shall pass away in all its desires, but he who does the will of God shall abide forever. Amen. of our fathers and the apostles, may their holy blessings rest upon us all. Amen. And after they have become silent, James answered, saying, Men and brethren, listen to me. Simon has declared how God at the first visited at the first visited the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. And with and with this the words of the prophets agree, just as it is written, After this I will return and will rebuild the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down. I will rebuild its ruins. I will set it up so that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord, even all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord who does all these things. Know to God from eternity are all his works. Therefore, I judge that we should not trouble those from among the Gentiles who are turning to God, but that we write to them to abstain from things polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from things strangled, and from blood. For Moses has had throughout many generations those who preach him in every city, being read in the synagogues every Sabbath. The word of the Lord shall grow, multiply, be mighty, and be confirmed in the holy church of God. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Today is the eighth day of the blessed month of Amshir. May the Lord begin it for us in goodness and renew it for us in peace and tranquility while our sins and iniquities are forgiven through the tender mercies of our Lord, O all my fathers and my brethren, amen. On this day, we celebrate the feast of presenting the Lord Christ to the temple after 40 days of his blessed birth. St. Joseph the Righteous and his mother, the Virgin Mary, presented him in the temple to fulfill the Mosaic law. St. Luke the Evangelist says that when his parents brought him according to the custom of the law, the just and devout Simeon, the elder, took him in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all the gent people a light to bring the revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. 
Simeon was one of the 70 elders who translated the Old Testament from Hebrew to Greek. This was in the time of Potomai Soter, in the year 296 BC, who was sent by the will of God to Jerusalem. He brought 70 men from among the learned Jewish teachers and scholars and commanded them to translate the Old Testament from Hebrew to Greek. He put every two of them in an isolated place so they would not agree on one translation and to ensure a correct text after, after comparing all of the translations. Simeon the elder was one of them. When Simeon was translating the verse from Isaiah 7:14, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. He was afraid to translate that a virgin would conceive because the king would mock him. He wanted to translate the virgin as a young lady. He was disturbed because of this inaccurate translation, and God revealed to him in a vision that he would not die before he would see the Christ. He would see Christ, the Lord born of a virgin. This was fulfilled, and he lived about 300 years. When Christ was born, he was very well advanced in age, and his sight dimmed. When he carried the child Jesus in his hands, his sight came back to him, and the Holy Spirit told him, This is the child that you have been waiting for. He blessed God and said, You are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The prayers of this righteous man be with us, and glory be to God forever. Amen. Holy God, holy, mighty, holy, immortal, who was born of the Virgin, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy, mighty, holy, immortal, who was crucified for us, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy, mighty, holy, immortal, who rose from the dead and ascended into the heavens, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen, Holy Trinity. Have mercy on us, pray. Peace be with all. And with your spirit. Oh, Master, Lord Jesus. Christ our God, who said to us in the honored disciples and his holy apostles, many prophets and righteous men have desired to see the things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. But as for you, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. May we be worthy to hear and act according to your holy gospel, through the prayers of your saints. Lord, have mercy. Remember also our man. 
master all those who have bidden us to remember them in our supplications and prayers which we offer up unto you, O Lord, our God. Those who have already fallen asleep, repose them. Those who are sick, heal them. For you are the life of us all, the salvation of us all, the hope of us all, the healing of us all, and the resurrection of us all. A psalm of David God, the sacrifice of praise, and pay your vows to the Most High. The sacrifice of praise will glorify me, and that is the way wherein I will show to him the salvation of God. Alleluia, alleluia, Jesus Christ the Son of God. Entered into the temple, Alleluia. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord of hosts. Bless, O Lord, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. O Lord. And when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus. The name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Now in the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were completed. They brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons, and behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, O Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before all the face of all peoples. A light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed him and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign which will be spoken against. 
Yes, a sword will pierce through your your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Now there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher, and she was of great age, and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years, who did not depart the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and and spoke to him, to all those who looked for the redemption in Israel, in Jerusalem. So when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city, Nazareth. Glory be to God forever. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Today is one of the feasts of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is the feast of our Lord's entry into the temple. Normally, today would be uh, the second Sunday of the month of Amshir. If you recall, last Sunday was the first Sunday of the month of Amshir, and we would be celebrating normally on the 8th today, the second Sunday of the month of Amshir. But it happens by the grace of God that this year, the feast of our Lord's presentation to the temple falls on a Sunday, which is very rare. Um, so we, we have the blessing of celebrating this feast, maybe a feast that we're not that familiar with, um, because most of the time it would fall on a weekday, and so you wouldn't have the chance necessarily uh, to focus on the feast. And I want to just first by um, explaining a little bit about the background of what we're actually commemorating, the events that we're commemorating today, because when we read the second chapter of St. Luke's Gospel, um, it's a little bit confusing because St. Luke jumps, within one verse, he jumps from uh, the eighth day to the 40th day. So when, when we began the gospel for the, the passage that was um, in, the, in the reading this morning, the 21st verse of the second chapter of St. Luke, uh, St. Luke says, And when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Now when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were completed, so now he jumped to the 40th day. So there are two two events, and within each of these events there are two uh, sub-events that are taking place. So on the eighth day, which we spoke about a few weeks back, there were two things, the the circumcision and the naming of the child the naming of the child on the eighth day. But on the 40th day, there also are two um, events that that are taking place in the temple. These are two separate events, the eighth day and the 40th day. On the 40th day, there is the purification of the mother and the redemption or the ransom of the firstborn son. And I'll explain a little bit historically what those are, and then we'll have a reflection uh, on the spiritual meaning for us. So, today, the presentation of the Lord into the temple on the 40th day, St. Mary, the mother of God, and St. Joseph took the child to the temple on the 40th day to accomplish two events. The first one 
is the ransom of the firstborn child. Now this goes back, it's a memorial that goes back to, if you remember of course, the 10th plague when the Israelites were in uh, Egypt and the Lord God smote the Egyptians by killing the firstborn of every uh, male child and sparing the firstborn of the Israelites through the blood on the doorposts. And because the Lord did this work, he demanded from the Israelites that every firstborn male and animal, beast, would be dedicated to him. In other words, he, he, he bought that firstborn by sparing the firstborn in Egypt. Therefore, every firstborn male belongs to God. The intention was that the firstborn would be dedicated to God for his service. They would serve in the temple. They would be priests. The firstborn child, the firstborn male, would be given to God for service. But then, through, a, through circumstances that happened in the Old Testament, the service of God was reserved for only one tribe. Do you remember which tribe that was? The Levites. So what about the other tribes? What about the other firstborn? They weren't given to the temple for, for service, so they had to be ransomed back to the family. In other words, another sacrifice had to be offered in their place. So for those who, um, who were wealthy, they would, they, would, they would make a sacrifice of like a lamb. But the, but the Old Testament also allowed that for those who were poor, they could sacrifice two turtle doves or two pigeons. This was the sacrifice of the poor. And St. Mary and St. Joseph, which sacrifice did they make? They made the sacrifice of the poor because they were poor. So this was the, one of the, the events that we commemorate today is that Jesus was presented as the firstborn and he was ransomed, he was redeemed through the sacrifice of the two turtle doves. The second event was the purification of the mother. In the Old Testament, because of the holiness of both life and death, there were a number of ritual laws that had to do with both the giving of birth and death. And so when a mother gave birth to a, a male child, she was considered to be in a period of ritual impurity, not moral impurity, ritual impurity is a big difference. I'm not saying that she was morally impure, but saying that because of the awesomeness of the, the, the birth-giving process and that which accompanied it in the aftermath, the mother was separated for a period of time from entering into the regular cycle of the church or the, the temple's worship and sacrifices and so on. And so when that period of ritual impurity was, was accomplished, 40 days for a male or 80 days for a female, she would come to the temple to have a rite of purification in order to be able to enter again uh, into the regular cycle of the feasts and fasts of the old temple. Now, the, of course, the amazing thing about today's feast is that both the mother of God having, being a virgin and not having undergone birth in the way that, of course, natural mothers conceive, um, was not in need, of course, of any purification rite. 
And certainly the child Jesus, who is not only the Lord of the temple, but who came to proclaim to us that he is the temple, that he is the temple, was not in need of being dedicated to God in that sense of the old covenant or to be ransomed back through a sacrifice. But both the mother, along with St. Joseph and the child, they accomplished the law out of humility and obedience. And this is the first beautiful thing that we see in a lot of the, uh, the writings and the hymns of the church is the humility and the obedience of both Christ the child and the mother of God to accomplish what everybody else had to accomplish, to do what everybody else had to do. They didn't make exceptions for themselves. Many times we ourselves, we, we demand certain rights, we demand certain privileges, we demand to be treated differently than others. And all we have to do this morning is look at Christ, the Lord of the temple, the temple himself, and the mother of God, who, as we say in the hymns of the church, is above all the angelic ranks, who is above all the choir of the, of the, the saints and the martyrs. And we see that they went to the temple like any other Jewish family and did what was prescribed by the law, and they did it faithfully and joyfully, even though they were not under the law. So this is something that I think is very important for us to kind of meditate today. But what we see hidden in this presentation, this beautiful presentation, sometimes the feast is also called the Feast of Meeting because of the focus between the meeting of, of Simeon, the elder, and the Christ child. So it can be called the Feast of Presentation or the Feast of Meeting. But what we see in the, the feast today is that Mary couldn't offer a lamb not only because she was poor, but because she was holding the true Lamb of God. And she would offer him. She would offer this lamb. But it was not yet the time for that offering. She would offer him when she stood underneath the cross on Golgotha, and she, with her son, made this offering to God. She consented from the time that she gave birth, as Simeon said to her, that this sword that pierced her soul, which she carried with her from that moment in the temple today, all the way to the foot of the cross, that she knew she was making that continual offering of her son. Christ, as we saw in the gospel also last night and this morning in Matins, speak to us about all of the times that Christ went to the temple when he went to the temple to teach or when he went to the temple for a, a feast. And we see in this that he is a continual offering, a continual presentation before his father to be a sacrifice, to be a sacrifice for the world. The paradox of the feast today is that Christ was ransomed back through the events in the temple by his parents, but he is the true ransom. He is the one who ransomed us back by his blood. He is the one who became for us the redemption through his blood. And so the, the fathers of the church link the presentation of the temple with the cross because it is there that the true lamb was sacrificed, 
It is there that the true ransom was accomplished. It is there that the events today point us to because the 40 days after the birth of Christ in the, in the church complete the Advent cycle, the Nativity cycle. You know, we, before the, 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 the birth, the, the Feast of the Nativity, in the month of Kiek, in Advent, we're preparing. And then after the birth, we have a number of events, including the circumcision, right, and the naming on the eighth day, the baptism, and then concluding today with the presentation of our Lord into the temple, concludes this cycle, and then begins immediately to point us to the next cycle, which is the Lenten cycle, which is the, the period in which we prepare ourselves for the Holy Week and the Great Friday and the Holy Resurrection and so on, the Paschal mystery. So from today, the church says that this event is kind of the turning point from celebrating the birth of Christ to pointing to why he was born, which is to die and rise on our behalf. So Christ today was brought in, in, in the arms of his mother, and today we had a beautiful baptism. And I was just reflecting this morning on how beautiful it was to have a baptism on this day, to see the mother coming into the church, carrying her child, offering her child, dedicating her child to God. You know, and that's what happens in baptism is that we are dedicated, we are consecrated, we are stamped with a new life and with the seal of the Holy Spirit. And so that this child no longer belongs to the world, but this child has been set apart for the service of God. And so it was a beautiful image to see the mother standing with her child, just as Mary, the mother of God, today was standing holding her child in front of the elder Simeon. But where does the mystery of the cross and this continual sacrifice that Christ lived in his life from the moment of his birth, not just on the cross, but every aspect of his life was a continual sacrifice that he made for his father, before his father, for the life of the world. And all of, we can say that we move from the temple to the cross, but then we also move from the cross to the Eucharist, which kind of ties in with had we been had we been celebrating the second Sunday of Amshir, we would be talking about the Eucharist because the gospel reading would be about the bread of life. And so from the cross, we move to the Eucharist because when, when Christ spoke about the cross, he used an image. He used the image of the grain of wheat. He says, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone, but if it dies, it produces much grain. Here, Christ speaks about his death, his cross, using the image of grain, which we use to make bread. And he speaks of this process in which the grain must die before it is multiplied. So there is a death that brings about life and a life that multiplies. And this is what I want to spend a little bit of time now speaking about, is how in the Eucharist there is a complete school for us 
a school about Christ and his life and the continual sacrifice that he makes and our life as a continual sacrifice to God and to one another. I read this week a very beautiful book uh, by an author. His name is Father Wilfred Stinnison. And the name of the book is called Bread That is Broken. Just, it just came out actually just recently. And uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful title, very simple title, but a beautiful title because it, I think it, it, uh, it speaks to what I want to say. I, and I take much of what I'm saying from these beautiful reflections that Father Stinnison presented in this book, Bread That is Broken. He says, can one be more given, more sacrificed than to become food and drink? He, Christ, he says, goes out of himself, out of the limits of his body, and goes into the bread and wine. His love is so strong that it causes him to exist outside of himself and to multiply himself. He's saying, what can be more sacrificial than to become food and drink? To go outside of yourself so that you can be given to others. Remember that, to go outside of yourself so that you can be given to others. And that in this sacrifice, what you offer is multiplied. So there is, we could say, in the, the mystery of the Eucharist, which is the mystery of the cross and the resurrection, that there is a, a kind of Christian ethic of life. There is, there is a, a way of life that is prescribed by the Eucharist. Because Christ's words to us when he says, on the night of the Last Supper, he says to his disciples, what? Do this in remembrance of me. Is he simply saying for us to repeat a ritual in remembrance of him? Or is he actually saying something much more important, which is, do this process of death and giving and multiplication in remembrance of me? We, we have to understand that it is the latter. And that's why St. John in his gospel, he does something very strange. St. John in his gospel doesn't mention the events of the Last Supper in terms of the, uh, the breaking of the bread. Matthew, Mark, and Luke do. And John writing after them doesn't write it. But what does he write about instead? In the same moment that this is happening, in the same evening, he writes about the washing of the feet. This extreme act of sacrifice and humiliation of the master accomplishing that which is the work of the servant or the slave. And if you couple that event with the words, do this in remembrance of me, or also, for example, he says, a new commandment that I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you that you also love one another. I, and then he says, I have given you an example that you should do as I have done after he washes their feet. I have given you an example that you should do as I have done. So put them together. You should do as I have done. Do this in remembrance of me. He's linking the Eucharist with a way of life. It's not just a ritual. It's not just a baraka, a blessing. We come to the church. Abuna says some prayers and some bread and some wine, and they become a barakah. No, when we, when we partake of the Eucharist, we partake of the death 
and the resurrection of Christ in us. And we consent, we agree to that for our own lives. That's why Father Sinison, he says, to celebrate the Eucharist without being prepared to die is an inner contradiction. When you come to eat of the Eucharist, to take the body and the blood of Christ, without being prepared to die, it is a contradiction. Contradiction. They, they don't go together. You can't take the Eucharist as simply a blessing. It is a kind of commitment that we make. And that's why St. John focuses on the washing of the feet, because it is a, it is a form of death for the, for the master to get on his hands and knees and do the work of the slave for the slave, for the servant. And that can't happen unless we die. That's why he says, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you. The, here the as, the as, again, is very important. Love one another as I, as I have loved you. What does the as mean? It doesn't mean that by analogy. In other words, I gave you a, a picture, and it's an analogy, so do, do something similar. No, he's saying the as here is to the same extent. You see the difference? Not as in terms of a similarity, but as in terms of intensity. Do what I have done, do what I have done and do it as I have done it, to the same extreme, to the, to the same potential. Not just as, a, as an example, and that we say, well, that's for Christ to do, but I can do something maybe infinitely smaller. No, Christ is, is asking us to do as he has done, to the same extent, to the same limit. But how? That's why, again, the theology or the, the spirituality of the Eucharist is so important. Every time we take Christ's body and his precious blood, he dwells in us. And his death and his resurrection dwells in us. So that this potentiality of sacrificial love has the opportunity to continue to grow in us. In other words, the more that we partake of the Eucharist, the more we partake of that infinite love, that sacrificial love of Christ, and the more that love lives in us and works in us and produces in us that same love, which is death and multiplication of ourselves to our neighbor. So if you, you cannot say, I don't have enough love. There is an infinite amount of love that we can receive. And that infinite amount of love can produce in us an infinite amount of love that we can give. There is no risk that the source of this love will dry. There's no risk that we will run out of love. We underestimate ourselves and how much we can give. The Lord Jesus Christ speaking to a nun that lived in Jerusalem in, uh, in the early 1900s was conversing with her. And he said to her, her name was Sister Mary, he said to her, the more you give me, the more I will increase your capacity for giving. The more you give me, the more I will increase your capacity for giving. So there's the solution. The solution is not going to come from you or me. The solution is going to come from him. The more you give me, 
the more I will increase your capacity to give me more and more. One cannot distribute himself to others. And here again, the Eucharist is, is, is informing us. One cannot give himself to others unless he is broken to be distributed. You cannot just give yourself wholly to one person. But to truly give yourself to God and to others, you have to be broken. You have to be distributed. You have to be multiplied. You have to have that grace of Christ's power of his death and his resurrection working in you to be multiplied for others. So the Eucharist shows us, the Eucharist shows us that love means to go outside of oneself. The definition of love is to go outside of yourself. Father Stinison says, do not get fixed on yourself. Do not pity yourself. Leave yourself. Think of others. Live for others. To live Eucharistically is to live for others. It is to be given, poured out as food and drink. He goes on to say that if we are broken human beings, sick, neurotic, it is almost always because we are closed in on ourselves. If we are sick, if we are neurotic, if we are broken human beings, it is almost most certainly, he says, that it is because we are closed in on ourselves. So he, he sees this image of Lazarus in the tomb, and Christ says to Lazarus what? Lazarus, come forth. He says to each one of us, come forth, come out of yourself, come out of the tomb of your, of your inner preoccupation with yourself. Leave that tomb which is just going to result in death and, and, and rotting and come out and give yourself to others. Again, Christ said to Sister Mary, he says, those who do not know think that it is difficult to love. Nothing is easier or more joyful. It is the source of all happiness. You love as soon as you cease to think of yourself. What a beautiful definition of love. You love as soon as you cease to think of yourself. As soon as you have, your, you have forgotten yourself, as soon as you have come out of yourself, you are beginning to love. And the more that you cease to be occupied with yourself, the more you love. So the Eucharist tells us that we have to become nourishment for others, food, drink. Again, Christ and his words to Sister Mary links love and suffering. He says, love and suffering are inseparable. It is those whom I love the most that I honor with trials. Believe me, he says to her, if you do not love, or if you no longer love, it is because you have not suffered for the person toward whom you, are, you feel indifferent. The more one has suffered for a soul, the more one loves it. Very interesting. We would probably assume that it's the other way around, right? In other words, if I love somebody, then I can suffer for them. It's like any one of us as a parent, that infinite love that we feel when our child is born, immediately we are willing to suffer for that child. But Christ says to Sister Mary the opposite. He says, you do not love because you haven't suffered for the person. 
when you suffer for someone, then you can love them. And the more that you can suffer for somebody, the more that you can love them. Think about the practicality of those words in your life and in my life. When you suffer for someone, when you suffer with someone, when you suffer because of someone, however you want to look at it, but when you willingly accept that suffering and you, you desire to suffer for somebody else, then you can love them. Don't wait until you love them or you think you love them in order to suffer for them. And so the Eucharist then, Father Wilfred Sinison says, is, he says it's not just a sacrament of presence. He says we need a new word. And he says we need a word like insideness. Insideness. The Eucharist is not just a presence, but it is Christ inside of us. And why is that important to see it in that way? Because he says that longing which possesses all of those who love is to completely be inside one another. When we embrace somebody, when we hug somebody, there is, in a sense, this desire to be inside the other person. A hug is much more intimate than a handshake, which is much more intimate than a wave, which is much more intimate than a phone call, right? And so as we, as we enter into that physical proximity with the one that we love, there is this sense that we, we want to be inside the other person. It is not an, we cannot bear the distance, even if we are flesh against flesh. And so Christ found a way to be inside of us as food and drink. So he is inside of us, but at the same time, he is also outside of us. And this is also important because when two people love each other, they also have to create some distance from one another to adore one another, right? I have to tell my wife, just stand back a little bit and let me just adore your beauty from a distance. So, in the same way, when we adore Christ, it means we worship Him. He is inside of us, but we also recognize that at times we need distance to worship Him. So the priest, in the liturgy, he says, he holds up, at the end of the liturgy, he holds up the body of Christ and says, the holy body. And what do the people do? They fall on their faces, they prostrate, and they say what? We worship your holy body. And the priest says, and the precious blood. And the people say, and your precious blood. There is that distance, there is that adoration, there is that worship. So you see how the Eucharist fills all things. And then we come to the, uh, the concept of transformation in the Eucharist. Transformation. First, the question that Father Stinnison asks very beautifully, he says, is the Eucharist God's gift to us or our gift to Him, our sacrifice to Him? Because we often speak of, we offer the sacrifice of the, of the Eucharist, of the liturgy. Um, so oftentimes there are expressions in which we are offering. We offer unto you, we say. We offer unto your gifts, and we hold up the bread and the wine. So is the Eucharist God's gift to us or our sacrifice to Him? He says both. 
and he gave a very beautiful example. He said, it's like a mother. We are like children who don't know how to, we, we don't have any money to buy a gift for our mother. So our, our mother gives us the money to buy her a gift. And we go and we buy our mother a, a birthday gift. And we come and we present that birthday gift to our mother. And does she, does she say to us, well, it doesn't really count because it's, you bought it with my money? Or does the mother say, well, hopefully she doesn't. Or does the mother say, with total gratitude and joy, uh, embrace the child and thank the child for this wonderful sacrifice, this wonderful gift? That's what God does with us. He gives us everything, including his body and his blood. He says, Offer it back to me, and I will be grateful. I will accept this sacrifice. It will be the most beautiful sacrifice. That's why the priest says, we offer unto you your gifts, what, from? From what? From what is yours? We offer unto you your gifts from what is yours. It doesn't make it any less acceptable to God. On the contrary, it makes it the most perfectly acceptable sacrifice. Because our sacrifice, our praise, our thanksgiving, our, um, our worries, our sins, everything that each one of us today is bringing to the Lord and the Eucharist, it is united to the sacrifice of Christ in the Eucharist. And, and God the, receives that sacrifice altogether. That's why, why is it powerful when we tell people to put prayers on the altar? Don't think it's because Abuna Krulus or Abuna Andrew because our prayers are strong individually. No, my, my prayers, I guarantee you, are, are abomination before God. But when I say on the altar, Lord, these petitions, by the merit, by the power, and by the gift of your son's sacrifice, receive them, then my zero becomes a one with an infinite number of zeros. Do you understand? That, that what makes the, the, the prayers on the altar powerful is not because Abuna Kurlus is, is a pious person, but it's because we ask that our offerings, our sacrifices, our petitions, our sins be accepted before God because of the infinite value of what he has given us in his son by the merits of that sacrifice, by the merits of that gift. And he accepts it. And he accepts it as a very powerful gift. So the Eucharist teaches us also that life is about transformation, transfiguration. Everything that we do is meant to be transformed in our life. Our sins are meant to be transformed. Our gifts are meant to be transformed. Everything for us becomes a transformation through the experience of the Eucharist, through the knowledge that we gain from the Eucharist. I just want to end with a couple of uh, stories, one from Sister Faustina about this idea of breaking oneself for others, and another one from Mother Teresa. Sister Faustina, when, uh, again, she was a Polish nun, when she went home one, one time to visit her mom. They told her that her, they thought her mom was dying. And when she went back to her home, and all of the, the village um, people who knew her when she was a child, and now she came, came back as a nun, 
they all came to see her and they brought all of their kids to, to be blessed by her. And so she said that uh, one of the, 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 the hardest sacrifices that she made in those days was that people kept coming and bringing their children to her, asking her to kiss their children, you know, to kiss their children as a blessing. And she said that many of them, they came and uh, their children were dirty, they were sick. But she said, in order to overcome my feelings and show no repugnance, I would kiss each dirty child twice. Not only would she kiss them what she was asked, but to overcome and to have that sense of sacrifice, of giving herself to die, to die to her own repugnance, she would kiss them twice. But then she said, one of these friends came with a child whose eyes were diseased, and the eyes were filled and, and, and with pus, and they were exuding pus. A diseased child whose eyes were, were exuding a diseased pus. And she said, that the, the mother said, Sister, please take my child in your arms for, for a moment. She said, My nature recoiled. Natural, like she, she felt that repugnance. But she said, Not paying attention to anything, not paying attention to my, my natural inclination, I took the child and I kissed it twice right on the infection. And I asked God to heal it. She kissed the child right on the... And, where she wasn't even asked to kiss the child. See, when we make that kind of death, that kind of sacrifice, that kind of breaking of ourselves, then God hears our prayers. The other story from Mother Teresa was told by a bishop when he was a priest where he spent some time with Mother Teresa. And uh, she was talking to this priest about he was serving in an inner city neighborhood. And he asked, she asked him about what his outreach was, outreach was to the poor. So he told her about how they gave coffee to the, they had soup kitchen, they have sandwiches, they gave coffee. They do all the things that all of us, we like to do to serve the poor. And Mother Teresa asked him, she said, yes, but do you give them your heart? Do you give them, do they, do you give them your heart? Or do you just give them coffee and food? He understood, she was saying, but do you love them? And one time, the same bishop when he was a priest, was with Mother Teresa in Calcutta. And Mother Teresa asked him to bless an old man who was dying of leprosy, a leper. And then she said to the priest, she said, let us, let us clean him together. Let us wash the leper together. So she filled a basin with water and she began to touch and to wash the leper and waiting for this priest to join her. But of course, the priest said, I hesitated. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how I can wash a leper. And she said to him, Father, don't fear. If you look with your eyes, you'll see a leper. But if you look with your heart, you'll see Jesus lying there. Again, another beautiful key to how to be a sacrifice for others, how to die for others. If you look with your eyes, you will see your enemy. You will see the person who, your coworker who annoys you. You will see whatever you want to see. But if you look with your heart, a transformed heart, a Eucharistic heart, a broken heart, 
a spilled heart, a multiplied heart, you will see Christ. And this is what we begin with in the presentation. Christ came to offer himself as a sacrifice. His whole life from beginning until now, in all eternity, is to be a continual sacrifice. St. Paul in Hebrew says that he entered once and for all into the Holy of Holies to be a continual sacrifice. His sacrifice is eternal. And he asks of us to learn from this Eucharist to become a continual sacrifice. And to him be all glory and honor now and ever to the ages of ages. Amen. Alleluia. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, truly. We believe in one God, God the Father, the Pontificator, creator of heaven and earth and of all things seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all ages, light of light, true God of true God, begotten not created, of essence of the Father, by whom all things are made, who for us men, for our salvation, came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and of the Virgin Mary, and came in. He was crucified for us in the Pontius Pilate, Suffering was buried. On the third day he rose from the dead, according to the scriptures, and ascended to the heavens. He sits at the right hand of his Father. He is coming again in his glory, judge the living and the dead. His kingdom shall have no end. Yes, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, who the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified. He spoke by the prophets and the Holy Catholic Apostolic Church. We confess and baptism and remission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. Ah, 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 giving manifestation of your only begotten Son, our Lord, God, and Savior, Jesus. 
Jesus Christ, you have filled the earth with the heavenly peace, by which the hosts of angels glorify you, saying, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth and goodwill towards men. Pray for perfect peace, love, and the holy apostolic greeting. Lord, have mercy. According to your goodwill, O God, fill our hearts with your peace. Cleanse us from all blemish, all guile, all hypocrisy, all craftiness and the remembrance of vice bearing death. And make us all worthy, our master, to greet one another with a holy kiss. <laughs> That without casting us into condemnation, we may partake of your immortal and heavenly gift in Christ Jesus our Lord. Other with a holy kiss, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Yea, Lord, who are Jesus Christ, the Son of God, hear us and have mercy upon us. Offer, offer, offer in order. Stand with trembling and look toward these. Let us attend. To the intercessions of the Theotokos, Mary, O Lord, grant the forgiveness of our sins. We worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit. For you have come and saved us of mercy, of peace, a sacrifice of, of praise. The Lord be with you. upon the lowly who has created the heaven, the earth, the sea, and all that is therein, the Father of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, by whom you have created all things visible and invisible, who is seated upon the throne of his glory, and who is worshipped by all the holy powers. You are seated, stand before 
whom stand the angels, the archangels, the principalities, the authorities, the thrones, the dominions, and the powers. Look toward the east. You are here around whom stand the cherubim full of eyes and the seraphim with six wings. Praising continuously without ceasing, saying, Let us attend. The cherubim worship you, and the seraphim glorify you, proclaiming and saying, Holy, holy. Lord of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your holy glory. created us and placed us in the paradise of joy. When we disobeyed your commandment by the deceit of the serpent, we fell from eternal life and were exiled from the paradise of joy. You have not abandoned us to the end, but have always visited us through your holy prophets. And in the last days, you manifested yourself to us who were sitting in darkness in the shadow of death. Through your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, who of the Holy Spirit and of the Holy Virgin, Saint Mary. incarnate and became man and taught us the ways of salvation. He granted us the birth from on high through water and spirit. He made us unto himself a assembled people and sanctified us by your Holy Spirit. He loved his own who were in the world and as a ransom on our behalf gave himself up for our as a ransom on our behalf gave himself up unto death which reigned over us, whereby we were bound and sold on account of our sins. He descended into Hades through the
rise from the dead on the third day. He ascended into the heavens and sat at your right hand, O Father. He has appointed a day for recompense on which he will appear to judge the world in righteousness and give each one according to his deeds. According to your mercy, O Lord, and not according to our sins. He instituted for us this great mystery of godliness. For being determined to give himself up to death for the life of the took bread into his holy hands, which are without spot or blemish, blessed and life-giving. We believe that this is true. to you, God, who are his Father and Master of everyone, and what he had given thanks. Be blessed. sanctified. And gave it to his own saintly disciples and holy apostles, saying, Take, eat of it, all of you, for this is my body, which is broken for you and for many to be given for the remission of sins. This do in remembrance of me. This is true. Likewise, also the cup after supper, he mixed it with wine and water, and when he had given thanks, he blessed it. 
saintly disciples and holy apostles saying take drink of it all of you for this is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for you and for many to be given for the remission of sins this do in remembrance of me bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim my death, confess my resurrection, and remember me till I come. Amen, 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 your death, O Lord, we commemorate his holy passion, his resurrection from the dead, his ascension into the heavens, is sitting at your right hand, O Father, and his second coming from the heavens, awesome and full of glory, we offer unto you your gifts from what is yours. For everything concerning everything and in everything. Worship God in fear and trembling. We praise you, we bless you, we serve. You. 
let us attend. Amen. And the spread he makes it into his holy body. cup also, the precious blood of his new covenant. Again I believe. Amen. Given for the remission of sins and eternal life to those who partake of him. Mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Make us all worthy, our Master, to partake of your Holy Son to the purification of our souls, bodies, and spirits, that we may become one body and one spirit and may have a shared inheritance with all the saints who have pleased you since the beginning. Remember, O Lord, the peace of your one only holy Catholic and apostolic church. Lord, have mercy. This which you have acquired to yourself with the precious blood of your Christ, keep her in peace with all the Orthodox bishops who are in her. Foremost, remember, O Lord, our blessed and honored Father, the Archbishop, our Patriarch, Abba, the Weatherus II, and his spiritual brother and the patriarch of Antioch, Maud Ignatius Ephraim II, and the patriarch of Eritrea, Bun Antonius, and their partner in the apostolic liturgy, our father, the metropolitan Abbas, it up yours. And those who rightly handle the word of truth with them, grant them unto your holy church to shepherd your flock in peace. Remember, O Lord the Orthodox Hegemon's priests and deacons. Lord, have mercy. And all the servants and all who are in virginity in the purity of all your faithful people, remember, O Lord, to have mercy upon us all. Have mercy upon us, O God, the Father, the Pantocrator. Remember, O Lord, the salvation of this your holy place and every place and every monastery of our Orthodox Fathers. those who dwell therein in God's faith. Graciously accord, O Lord, to bless the air of heaven, the fruits of the earth, the waters of the rivers, the seeds, the herbs, and the plants of the field. This year. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. 
raise them to their measure according to your grace. Give joy to the face of the earth. May its furrows be abundantly watered and its fruits be plentiful. Prepare it for sowing and harvesting. Manage our lives as deem fit. Bless the crowd of the year with your goodness for the sake of the poor of your people, the widow, the orphan, the traveler, the stranger, and for the sake of us all who entreat you and seek your holy name. For the eyes of everyone wait upon you, for you give them their food in due season. Deal with us according to your goodness, O you who gives food to all flesh. Fill our hearts with joy and gladness, that we too having sufficiency in everything, always may abound in every good deed. Remember, O Lord, those who have brought to you these gifts, those on whose behalf they have been brought, and those by whom they have been brought. Give them all the heaven be reward. Pray for these holy and precious gifts, our sacrifices, and those who bring them. command of your only begotten Son, that we share in the commemoration of your saints. Graciously accord, O Lord, to remember all the saints who have pleased you since the beginning. Our holy fathers, the patriarchs, the prophets, the apostles, the preachers, the evangelists, the martyrs, the confessors, and all the spirits of the righteous, perfected in the faith. Most of all, the pure, full of glory, ever virgin, the holy Theotokos, amen. Who truly gave birth to God, the Logos, and St. John, the forerunner, Baptist, and martyr, St. Stephen, the archdeacon, and proto-martyr, the beholder of God, the evangelist, St. Mark, the holy apostle, and martyr, the patriarch, St. Severus, our teacher, the discourse, St. Athanasius, the apostolic, St. Peter, the holy martyr, and high priest, St. John, Chrysostom, St. Theodosius, St. Theophilus, St. Demetrius, St. Cyril, St. Basil, St. Gregory, the theologian, St. Gregory the Wonderworker and St. Gregory the Armenian. The 318 assembled at Nicaea, the 150 at Constantinople, the 200 at Ephesus. Our righteous father, the great Abba Antony, the righteous Abba Paul, the three saints, Abba Macari, and all their children, the cross bearers. Our father, Abba John, the Higuman, our righteous father, Abba Pishoy, the perfect man, the beloved of our good Savior, our Father, Abba Paul of Tamu and Ezekiel, his disciple, my Lords, the Roman Fathers, Saints Maximus and Demetrius, the 49 martyrs, the elders of Shehit, the strong Saint Abba Moses, John Cami, the priest, our Father, Abba Daniel, the Hegemon, our Father, Abba Isidore, the priest, 
Our father, Abba Bachom of the Kenunian, Theodore's disciple. Our father, Abba Shenuti, the Archimandrite, and Abba Wisaf, his disciple. Our father, Abba Abraham, the Bishop of Fayum. And our father, the great Saint Pope, Abba Kedalus VI, and the 21 martyrs of Libya. And all the choir of your saints, through whose prayers and supplications, have mercy on us all and save us for the sake of your holy name, which is called upon us. Let those who read recite the names of our holy fathers, the patriarchs who have fallen asleep, O Lord, repose their souls and forgive us our sins. May their holy blessing be with us. names we have mentioned and those we have not mentioned, those whom each one of us has in mind and those who are not in mind, who have fallen asleep and repose in the faith of Christ. Graciously accord, O Lord, to repose the soul of your servant, Ida Faragallah, in the bosoms of our holy fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Sustain her in green pastures beside still waters in the paradise of joy the place out of which grief, sorrow, and groaning have fled away in the light of your sins. Lord, have mercy. Those, O Lord, whose souls you have taken, Repose them in the paradise of joy, in the region of the living forever, in the heavenly Jerusalem, in that place. And we, too, who are sojourners in this place, keep us in your faith and grant us your peace unto the end.
us throughout the way into your kingdom, that as in this, so also in all things, your great and holy name may be glorified, blessed and exalted, and everything honored and blessed with Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, and the Holy Spirit. Peace be with give thanks to God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, for he also has made us worthy now to stand in this holy place to lift up our hands and to serve his holy name. Let us also ask him to make us worthy of the communion and partaking of his divine and immortal mysteries. St. Mary, she gave birth to him in Bethlehem. And lo, the angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds and proclaimed the glad tidings of his wonderful nativity to them. And they came and beheld him. Whose star the Magi saw, they came and worshipped him and presented gifts to him. Who came to the land of Egypt and then returned and dwelt in Nazareth of Galilee who grew little by little according to the form of men, yet he alone was without sin.
who came to the Jordan and was baptized by John the forerunner, who fasted on our behalf forty days and forty nights in a mystery ineffable, who made the water wine by the power of his divinity at the wedding of Cain of Galilee, who gave sight to the blind, the made the lame to walk, the maimed whole, the lepers pure, the deaf to hear, the mute to speak, and the demons to depart, who raised the son of the widow at Nain and the daughter of Jairus, who was transfigured on Mount Tabor before his holy disciples, and his face shone like the sun, who raised Lazarus from the tomb. After four days, Lord, have mercy. Who entered into Jerusalem riding on a donkey and a colt of a donkey as a king? who established a covenant with his holy disciples and gave them his holy body and his precious blood for the forgiveness of our sins, who was crucified on the cross and trampled down Satan and was placed in the tomb, and after three days he rose from the dead. chosen disciples saw on the sea of Tiberias after his holy resurrection, and after forty days he ascended into the heavens and was seated at the right hand of his good father, and sent us the paraclete in the likeness of tongues of fire, who taught his chosen disciples and holy apostles, saying, whenever you pray, whenever you pray, entreat in this manner and say, our Father. Lord in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. In
fear of God. Peace be with all and with your spirit. I believe, O Lord, and I confess that you are truly the Christ, the Son of the living God, who came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Moreover, I believe this is truly your own pure body, and this is truly your own precious blood. Wherefore, I pray you, have mercy on me, and forgive my transgressions, voluntary and involuntary, in word and deed, in knowledge and ignorance, and make me worthy to partake without condemnation of your immaculate mysteries, unto remission of my sins, unto life everlasting. Of your mystical supper, Son of God, receive me today as a communicant, for I will not reveal your mystery to your enemies, nor will I give you a kiss as to Judas, like the thief, do I confess you. Remember me, O Lord, in your kingdom. May the communion of your holy mysteries be unto me, not for judgment nor condemnation, O Lord, but for the healing of soul and body. Amen. Remember, O Lord, our assemblies bless them. Save them in and in your spirit in the fear of God. Let us attend. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Mercy. The holy is for the holy. Blessed be the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The sanctification is by the Holy Spirit. Amen. One is the Holy Father, one is the Holy Son. One is the Holy Spirit. Peace be with all and with your spirit. The holy body the precious true blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of our God. Amen. The holy precious body and the true blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of our God. Amen. The body and the blood of Emmanuel, our God. This is true. Amen, 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 I believe, I believe, I believe, and confess to the last breath that this is the life-giving flesh that your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, took from our Lady, the Lady of us all, the Holy Theotoko, St. Mary. He made it one with his divinity, without mingling, without confusion, without alteration, he confessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate. He gave it up for us upon the holy wood of the cross of his own will for us all. Truly, I believe that his divinity parted not from his humanity for a single moment nor a twinkling of an eye, given for us for remission of sin, salvation, and eternal life to those who partake of him. I believe, I believe, I believe that this is true. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I believe. I believe, ah, I believe that this
this is true. Amen. Pray for us and for all Christians who said to us concerning them, remember us in the house of the Lord. The peace and love of Jesus Christ be with you. Let us sing Alleluia. Pray for the worthy partaking of the immaculate and heavenly holy mysteries. Lord, have mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Our Master, our Savior, gave us the wine of love. He is the bread of life coming from heaven above. Coming from heaven above. Coming from heaven above. Promising eternal life up in paradise, up in the paradise. Our Master, our Savior, gave us the wine of love, the bread of life. Coming from heaven above, coming heaven above, coming from heaven above. This is the food of souls, is offered to us all. And the blood is given to help me lest I fall, to help me lest I fall. Our Master, our Savior, gave us the wine of love. He is the bread of life coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above. Jesus, you are my hope. Forgive my sins, O Lord. Wash me and clean my soul. Put on me a new robe. Put on me a new robe. Give us the wine of love. Is the bread of life coming from heaven? Then above coming from heaven above coming from heaven My heart I give to you your will I want to do your love to me I knew when you pay all my dues when you paid all my dues our master our savior gave us the wine of love he is the bread of life coming from heaven above Coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above. Jesus.
Jesus, fill all my heart. The devil has no part. And through this sacrament, you gave me a new start. You gave me a new start. Our Master, our Savior, gave us the wine of love. He is the bread of life coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above. Give us to you, I pray, to lead me in your way. Bless me and help me obey all that the Bible says. All that the Bible says. Our Master, our Savior, give us the wine of love. He is the bread of life coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above. Christ suffered for my sake, his mercy is so great. My sins Jesus erased, and a life he gave, and a new life he gave. Our Master, our Savior, give us the wine of love. He is the bread of life coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above. My heart is filled with joy, and my spirit rejoices. With God I have union, when I take communion, when I take communion, our Master. Christ our God, King of the ages and maker of all things, I thank you for all the good things which you have bestowed upon me and for this partaking of your immaculate and life-giving mysteries. Wherefore, I pray you who are good and lover of mankind, keep me under your protection in the shadow of your wings and grant unto me with a pure conscience and even unto my last breath to partake of your holy things and to forgiveness of sins and unto life everlasting. 
For you are the bread of life, the fountain of holiness, the giver of good things, and unto you we ascribe glory, together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Seven times every day I will praise your name with all my heart, O God of everyone. I remember your name as I was comforted of the ages, God of all God. Jesus Christ, our God, the true one who came for our salvation and took flesh. He was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and of Mary, the Holy Bride. He changed our sorrow and all our troubles to joy for our hearts and total rejoicing. Let us worship him and sing to his mother Mary, the beautiful and let us all proclaim with a voice of joy, sing hail to you, Mary, the mother of Emmanuel. servants, O Lord, who are serving you and treating your holy name and bowing down their heads to you, dwell in them, O Lord, walk among them and aid them in every good deed, awaken their heart from every vile earthly thought, and grant them to live and think of that which pertains to the living and to understand the things that are yours. Through your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, to whom we and all your people cry out, saying, Mercy upon us, O God, our Savior. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Blessed be God the Father, the Pantocrator, amen. Blessed be his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete. Amen. O angel of the sacrifice, ascending to the highest with these hymns, remember us before the Lord, that he may grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Let us say to the angels, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth and goodwill towards men. Amen. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit both now and ever, and to the ages of all ages. Amen. We proclaim and say, O our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who entered into the temple. Save us and have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, bless us, amen. I offer my repentance. Bless me, Lord, me, and say the blessing. Amen, so it shall be.
Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory for every amen. Now the love of God the Father, the grace of his only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, the community gift of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace, the peace of the Lord be with you. Uh, congratulations for baby Juliet, for Nancy and Edwin Ma'ar, for the baptism of uh, baby Juliet. We'll now have a procession around the church. Actually, can stay in the, you can stay in the middle because they're going to go around. It's okay. Just stay, but stay, stay clear this area. And then we'll, so we'll sing for the, for the newly baptized, and then we'll uh, do the announcements. Right. <laughs> Yeah. 